Welcome to the Secrets of Success podcast, a series for recruiters by recruiters. I'm Danny Reinert, and in each episode, I have candid conversations about careers in recruitment with some of the best talent that Teamings has to offer. They'll be giving you a glimpse into the highs and lows of their recruitment careers, their motivations and drivers, and their secret to success in the industry. You can listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and other favorite podcast platforms. Let's meet our next guest. Hello, thank you for watching our next episode of Secrets of Success. So today I have my colleague, Abby, with us, who is one of our senior consultants in Singapore. I'm sure Abby will do a far better job of introducing herself. I think I say this every video, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sure Abby will do a far better job introducing herself than I will. So Abby, I'm going to pass over to you. Could you tell whoever is watching this video a little, sure. bit, a little bit about you? Sure. Morning, everybody. Um, so I'm Abigail, uh, a uh, consultant in the Singapore office. Um, and uh, I cover the private banking and wealth management uh, recruitment in, in, in Singapore. Um, so uh, prior to my recruitment career, I was actually a, a retail um, banker in, <clears throat> within the wealth management space. Um, so yeah, I mean, basically, I, I think a lot of um, you have heard this story many times. I'm still going to say it. Uh, so in fact, uh, my previous agency that placed me into uh, Citibank, my, my first uh, banking job, uh, gave me the opportunity to move uh, into recruitment several years later. Yeah, so um, it's been five to six years. Never look back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah, Abby, I think you've got a really interesting story of somebody that has worked in industry and someone that has then moved into sort of you still work with that industry, but you you've moved into that uh, recruitment career. So what, what actually made you decide that you, you wanted to change? Uh, good question. Um, I think more than anything, I believe it was a bit of a chance. Um, because, um, you know, I think when, when I was uh, in banking, um, I um, probably didn't really felt that it was the right role for me. Uh, it was very different from what I expected. Um, yeah, so after being in a role for like two to three years, um, I ended up interviewing with uh, my previous agency. So one thing led to another. Um, I really liked the people. Um, I liked what I was hearing. I mean, of course, like... Um, what what you mentioned to me at that point in time was um you know like we were able to kind of guide people um in terms of their career um and um yeah like really be able to consult um to 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 people from different walks of life yeah so I think that sounded quite interesting and mm -hmm. I decided to give it a shot yeah so really like it was more like a chance thing <laughs> fantastic yeah. um well that's great and I think I think that's something that um often happens in life right you get a you get a chance <laughs> and, you, and you just have to yeah, just and you just have it, to take right? it so um, yeah. I think for people I think continuing you've gone on that journey I think it'd be useful mm. for people to hear your advice on this so I'm sure there are plenty of other people that whether it's recruitment or or a different career mm. but there are plenty of people that are perhaps not sure if their current career is is, is right for them and they're thinking about making a transition into uh, into a different industry or mm. or doing a different role what what advice would you give to somebody that is is maybe at that point where they are thinking about whether their current career is the one they really want to pursue 
A, um, I would say just trust your gut. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times we kind of know it, um, but a lot of times, uh, again, we, we, we are scared. You know, we, we are comfortable doing what we have been doing for the past few years. And um, yeah, so, so uh, with that said, like trust your gut and just go for it. And of course, before that, um, do research, um, speak to people in the market. And um, yeah, like as much as you can, uh, do the homework. And um, once you get the job, definitely, um, uh, I would say, um, put in a hard work, um, really just give it your best. And um, yeah, then from then on, you can decide like whether it's, a, it's, it's something that you uh, feel that could be a better fit for you. Mm. Fantastic. And, and, and your career in recruitment has yeah. seen you get promotions and it's seen you work in different countries. So yeah. you've also worked in Hong Kong as well as Singapore. So this is, this, is, this is something else I think quite a lot of people are considering in terms of, I mean, maybe not exactly yeah. move from Singapore to <laughs> Hong Kong, but are considering which, which country they, they want to work in. So again, how, how did you find that moving out of Singapore and working in a different culture? Mm, um, I, I liked it. Um, it was probably less than a year, um, but I was very grateful for um, the company for offering me this opportunity, that opportunity. Um, so uh, it was, I guess, like, um, because I've never lived abroad myself, um, and I've always kind of, like, um, been staying with my parents and stuff. So uh, moving abroad also allowed me the chance to be independent um, and uh, see things from a different perspective. And, yeah, like, really um, to, to kind of, like, go out there to challenge myself uh, in new ways I never really expected whether it's like um, work um, or personal life, because like, you know, it was just me and then um, having to find new friends, um, just like um, exploring the country. Yeah, but it was great. It was great. I think overall, um, Hong Kong is great. It's a very livable city. Um, a lot of um, uh, good food, good people. So uh, it was a very good experience. Fantastic. So that that sounds like you'd probably advise it to someone else considering uh, go, go, go and try living somewhere else and, uh, go, and go and experience a different culture. Yeah, absolutely. And um, furthermore, I think Singapore is also quite um, cosmopolitan. Mm. Um, we have like uh, different uh, people from like different backgrounds, different culture. And Hong Kong is the same. Um, so I do appreciate that because, um, you know, instead of um, just going somewhere, um, uh, where it's quite like, um, I would say, um, you know, like with, with one culture. I think in Hong Kong, there are like people that, different people that I can, um, uh, you know, talk to, hang out with. So I ended up like making a lot of friends from different countries because, um, you know, because of the pandemic, um, a lot of people had to return to uh, their home countries or just relocate to a different city. So like everyone's, oh, now I'm in US, now I'm in Shanghai, now I'm in um, Australia or New Zealand. So I don't know, like maybe hopefully after the pandemic, I can go and visit them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hope so too. I, uh, <laughs> I know yeah. it'll, be, uh, it'll be good to be able to. Not that Singapore isn't isn't a great place to live, but it will be. Uh, yeah, it will definitely be nice to go and travel yeah. a few places and, uh, sure. and see, yeah, and see see the rest of the world again. So very much looking forward to that too. So Thank you too. mentioned, um, so you mentioned something else. I want to. I really want to kind of ask your opinion on. So mm -hmm. you mentioned kind of living abroad. There were challenges. 
there mm -hmm. you were you, you talked about how actually with the pandemic um mm. the challenges but there were some challenges you faced there as well now obviously challenges are something that you can they they, they, they confront everyone and there's some mm. and, and there's something you can maybe learn from they can sometimes maybe can push you over the mm -hmm. edge so what what would you say is so to try and keep on a positive track as well, what would you yeah. say are perhaps a, a kind of a challenge that you've, could, could you perhaps talk about maybe a few challenges that you faced in your recruitment career that you've kind of really been able to learn from and a few things that you've been able to, I suppose, kind of really improved your ability to do the job? Mm. Hey, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> so many. Oh, I, I, I know that was a terrible question, <laughs> wasn't it? It was far too. It was far too long-winded. <laughs> yeah, only an hour. Um, I I would say um a, a lot really because um uh um in in our job um there are so many moving parts um like um you know there are I mean we are interacting with uh, people right all the time and and we also like helping um candidates. Uh, or like people find jobs and stuff. So it's it's just a lot of um things involved. <clears throat> so I guess a lot um what I'm what I'm saying is that um uh there are a lot of things that are quite unpredictable and um there isn't a set solution for it. Um so I find myself like just thinking deep um you know a lot of the times just to kind of understand like Oh, where? What is this person uh, uh, trying to say? Where is he or she coming from? Because um, everyone, I guess, um, you know, we are all emotional creatures, and and uh, moving jobs is a very huge decision in our lives, right? So yeah, I guess like really just uh, trying to understand people um, and and stuff. But anyways, I guess the 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 challenges, the difficult part of it, um, um, would be, uh, maybe trying to um, you know, uh, uh give consultative advice to people um, uh, you know of a certain seniority so for example like people who have been in the industry for like 20 30 or even like 40 years and they are considering a job move and um, you know me coming in I'm definitely more junior as compared to them in terms of like job experience so just having that confidence um, and mm -hmm. um, credibility to tell them that hey I really know my market um, so you have to trust me on this. Yeah. So I think uh, that would be like challenge on a daily basis. Um, but I guess apart from that, um, the maybe one of the biggest challenge I've ever faced in my recruitment career would be uh, last year, right? The, the, the pandemic. Um, so last year, um, clients were not hiring. They were actually like, a lane of people, uh, candidates were also like not confident to to switch jobs at a point in time. So it's very very difficult. Um, I I think and especially um, our uh, industry, it's very social. I think everyone is very outgoing. They they want to meet and talk over coffee and stuff, right? So, and then I remember like phase one, <laughs> we couldn't go out, and then we were not very used to VCs yet. So everyone felt like VC. No, it was a bit of a shock, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Um. So so that was difficult, and um, I guess also uh, having not faced that situation before, um, uh, I just had to kind of try my best to figure out what to do. Um, but it was really like just um putting in the hours, just working until midnight or post midnight if I had to, and just making sure that I covered everything in the market, and um, 
yeah, and and I think um what really um uh, kind of drove me to keep you know uh to to stay motivated would be um focus on the long term because knowing that um you know the pandemic situation would eventually um uh you know tide over. Yeah, so I just had to kind of keep believing in that to say that, okay, look, um, you know, this is one day going to improve. Mm. And um, it was just like uh, not giving up. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's an interesting point you made there. I think often you're, I think particularly in those kind of situations, your kind of physical world can can shrink quite dramatically and you, mm. you need a fair effort not to make your not to not to make your long-term horizon shrink as well and keep yeah. that uh, and, and kind of keep that very much open so no um thank you for that advice um, something i'd like to go back to because i think it was a really interesting yeah. point you mentioned and i think for other people watching this who are in recruitment i'm sure they face this kind of challenge as well so something interesting you mentioned there is that you are trying to give consultative advice mm. to people that have been that are very experienced are very, very credible in their jobs and have sometimes been doing this for decades. So mm. how do you how do you add value to somebody that knows their role, knows their market, knows their industry? How do you how do you provide that consultative advice to somebody that has been doing their job for 40 years and is the the top level expert mm. at what they do? How how do you add consultative advice to someone like that? Um, it's not easy, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess um, uh, there is a lot of, um, uh, probably, I wouldn't say all, I guess at the start of, of the relationship building, it's always a lot of like, okay, I really have to prove myself um, to gain the trust of um, the, the other party. And, um, you know, how do I do that? I, I guess it would be to demonstrate that I am uh, genuine. You know, I am really here to help. And um, I um, I have in integrity in what I do because I guess a lot there, there are a lot of um, people out there I guess you know recruiters um, again I'm not trying to give other people a bad name but um, um, maybe just just um, there are just so many of us so I wouldn't say everyone kind of you know operate on the same uh, in the same way um, so um, having said that I guess really just taking pride in what we do mm. um, and um, I wouldn't. I don't seek to educate um, these candidates on what they are doing because obviously they're far better than me, right? But um, how I can value it in other ways would be um, to to share with them that hey, you know, um, I do have a strong network of people um, that I know. So um, and and my knowledge of the market in terms of like what are the banks, uh, what the banks are actually hiring for. Um, you know, at what level, um, you know, other industry insights like salary benchmarking and um, strategy of um, those individual banks. So um, I guess from that angle, really, um, you know, I would say to summarize, it would be to just, um, you know, to, to be consistent in my approach and to be, um, you know, to, to, to approach with integrity. And yeah, just to, um, you know, have a deep knowledge of the market. Sounds like really good advice. So um, I, I just want to kind of, I suppose, kind of finish things off. In we, we, we've talked a lot about kind of the challenges you've overcome and um, and you've given some, I think, some really helpful viewpoints on that. Um, 
So I, I want to kind of finish on what what what's kind of a thing in that, that you've done in your career that you're kind of most proud of. What, what's what's your kind of biggest success? Um, mm -hmm. This actually sounds like a job interview <laughs> now, doesn't it? <laughs> I know, I know. Um, it's something okay, like um, something that I can immediately think of mm -hmm. would be. Uh, I mean, there, there are so many, right? Okay, like before I get to the important, so not not important, but before I get to what I was, what I wanted to say is that I guess on a daily basis, um, when I actually uh, see my, um, you know, my candidates uh, getting the dream jobs that they always mm -hmm. wanted or like, you know, just um, uh, getting good advice and stuff, right? And then they, they come to me and say, hey, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Or like, oh my gosh, like I'm so happy. I think that really, um, I, I feel good. Like I, this is exactly why why I'm doing my job. Um, so it really just keeps me going. Um, but also, um, you know, I I would say um, maybe one of the things that really stand out is um, I uh, did very well for maybe a couple of months um, with at Ing. and then um, obviously I think the rewards, the incentive rewards were very decent. And I was able to, um, you know, uh, help my mom renovate her kitchen. <laughs> yeah, so it, she, she wanted a very, I wouldn't say very uh, uh, expensive looking, but more like something that was a bit more on the high end. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm very grateful that I was able to. She wanted an Atas. She wanted an Atas kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like just with a lot of like special features and stuff. Uh, yeah, and, and something that looked quite nice. So, um, yeah, so I. I'm glad I was able to provide for that. Oh, that's that's really yeah. nice. I think uh, I, I think you providing providing your mum with a lovely new kitchen is probably <laughs> an excellent is probably an excellent point to finish on. So, Abby, look, really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for it. Uh, for anyone watching this, I hope you do get uh, some value from this. Uh, I personally going to take some things away from Abby's answers. I thought uh, for some really uh, some, some really good viewpoints there. So, Abby, thank you very much. Have a great day. We'll catch you up shortly. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye everybody.